This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shirts in Time. Just before we get into this week's episode, if you're not already, can you please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Shirts in Time Pod. If you didn't already know, I also upload the Goals in Time section onto YouTube. So head over there and subscribe to the channel at Shirts in Time Podcast. Cheers for listening and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shirts in Time. This week, I am joined by Jackson, aka Jackson's Jerseys. How are we doing, mate? Yeah, all good. Looking forward to sitting down, chat, having a little chat. I've had a question since I asked you to come on the podcast for a spoiler alert. Goals in time, Jackson's gone. Well, he gave me two options. He said either Germany or Italian 90. I could see the massive attraction for Italian 90. Unfortunately, it was before my time, but... Every time the tournament comes up, the kits get mentioned and the tournament itself gets mentioned. So I can see why that was one of your choices. But what's the your connection with Germany? It comes from Italian 90, to be fair. Obviously, West Germany won it. They had that iconic shirt. And it's always been a favourite shirt of mine. Ever since that day, growing up, it's always been that shirt has always been here somewhere, whether it's in my Sabutio or whether it's just in the weekly magazines or... Just looking back at Italian 90 in the videos and that kind of thing. And it's just always been like an iconic shirt. And if you could go through with Germany shirts, they've always stuck with Adidas. And they've always sort of incorporated the flag in some way into their shirts. They've always been kind of unique shirts. Like 1990, 94, even after that, their shirts didn't seem to be the same as everyone else's. When I started collecting shirts, my grail at that point was to get the 1990. And I got given it as a birthday present. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's, that's very good then. So I sort of made a choice. I thought, you know, what? I'm going to go and look for the 92 Germany shirt. And I managed to get that. And then it just snowballed. And yeah. it became the country that, sort of based the main collection around going through the home shirts and now we're starting to go well, get away through your ways yeah that 1990 shirt is just it's ridiculous isn't it it's like it's not like a really outlaw design really by adidas but the way they've incorporated the flag obviously germ the german flag's a tricolor flag anyway but the way they've incorporated it with a bit like adidas stripes as well across the front of the shirt it's marketing genius really isn't it that's what makes it stand out so much more than the other variations of that design because it is in the Germany flag colours. It's not yeah. just random random colours associated with the, 
with the team or with the country. It's just in, actually in the flag. So it is West Germany's shirt. And yeah. so it came into play in the 88 Euros. And up to that point, shirts were really quite generic and quite plain. And it was around that time, you obviously had the Holland, the Ipswich template, that other iconic shirt design, and the West Germany. Uh, all the other countries were still playing catch up. And yeah. just like Italy would have like a blue shirt. England would have a white shirt with a little bit of trim, maybe. But um, West Germany, yeah, it was the first one to have it really go for it, a proper design and to make it their shirt. I don't know if you saw, but on Twitter, I did a thread of rating every Premier League home and away shirt, and then I did the championship home shirts. I'm currently halfway, well, not halfway, three quarters of the way through doing World Cup 98. And the Germany shirt on that as well, is it, it's very, it's not as iconic as the 1990 shirt, but it's very similar again in the way it's just a, a simple Adidas shirt, but the way they've got the three Adidas stripes across the front of the shirt and the Germany shirt, I think off the top of my head, I know for a fact Spain were Adidas that tournament, but they haven't really incorporated that same design. So they've really gone out on the extra win for Germany yet again, really. Yeah, and I think it, I think the, the flag really helps them with like the three stripes with Adidas and that kind of thing. Because like you say, with the three like, stripes across the shirt there, it could well be just be just three Adidas stripes, but because it's the Germany flag as well, it's, it, it makes it a Germany shirt. I bet I think they're probably because I noticed as well they were doing the uh, obviously they had three stars above the badge before they won the World Cup in 2014. They had the stars in the Germany flag as well, but obviously after the, they won the World Cup in 2014, they had the four stars. So I bet Adidas were a bit annoyed actually that they won it. Yeah. It was, it was good, actually, because the 2010 shirt, I've got the away shirt here. Oh, and the, and this is so great, classy. It's a great shirt, anyway. But the actual, the cross of the game we had, we've got the three stars here. And then each, inside each star, it's got the date of the World Cup game. It's just little touches like that. I mean, Adidas have really just defeated Germany, as they would. It's their, it's their nation. It's their bread and butter, Adidas in Germany. But it's as well, they treated Germany as really bespoke, in a way, in that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a nice little touch of class in that shit. Obviously, black and gold as well with little red trims. But that extra little detailing makes it like a, a really nice shirt. It takes it somehow takes it to a, another level as well. It's something that small. Yeah, I mean, the home shirt as well has got um, the flag running down all the way down. Well yeah, it's got, is it, is it, is it behind and the badge? And, and again, another example of just the flag being used. It's something I wish England had been doing for a long time. Just incorporating the crosses, the St George's cross somewhere in the shirt. Yeah, I can't think of many England flags off the top of my head that I've incorporated the St George's cross into the 2006, I think. In 2002, had the, the red line down. Red stripe, yeah. Um, I think 2006 made more of a effort with um cross up in the corner. I think as part of the template, I think Sweden had the same... Oh yeah, yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Sorry, I know what you mean. Now, yeah. uh, it's just for the for the national shirt. I was always wishing of more identity rather than just a template, which at the moment England have been sort of pigeonholed in with Nike. Yeah, I'm kind of bored of always talk about that template on here. It seems to I seem to mention <laughs> it every single week, and it just seems I just just I don't know. It works with a few teams, and it doesn't for the majority and that's not how a template should be a template should be 
if it's a template, it's going to be a template. It should be a nice template, if you know what I mean. It should work for the majority and not for the minority, but it just doesn't work. It just always seems that whenever you see a, a, a team or a nation with that template, you can straight away see where they could have improved it. They could have made a little touch to make it better. But it's the way the way shirts are nowadays with Nike and Adidas. They're just churning them out, getting the sales, moving on to the next one. I've just realised, actually, if off the listeners won't be able to see this, but I've got the Ajax Bob Marley shirt on, and that's got the tricolor Adidas stripes on as well. That's a weird coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're bringing that back, I think, because I think Italy have got um, the first Italy Adidas. One is it the one they got now? Have they got the three colours? They use the flag in the in the stripes. Quick, I'll have a quick look. Well, in your defence, they haven't got the stripes all different colours, but they've got like the trim of the stripes in the Italian colour. Yeah. So green, white, and red. Yeah, which yeah, and probably works a bit better actually than the whole stripes being different colours, especially with that blue. I don't know if that would work. They've got like a the Italian flag on like the hem of the shirt running down the side there yeah. they've got the Italian flag oh, okay. yeah that's good. I actually didn't realise how nice that shirt was and nowadays with a lot of new releases unless it really stands out I just I just don't notice it as much I don't know why especially with Adidas and Nike I'm just I just try not to keep a, a massive eye out for them I think when, when shirts are released now I think because we've had the leaks so we've seen them months in advance when the, when the release day actually arrives we've already seen it it's all bored we're not yeah. surprised and like back in the good old days when there wasn't any leaks and new shirt day would come and bang, there it is, brand new shirt. You saw it for the first time when the club released it, the, done the photo shoot for the first time. And yeah. that was it. And it was a big surprise and there was a big, big more hype about it. Now you just, you've just, you've already seen it. I mean, next season shirts we'll probably see come Christmas time. Yeah. Cause that, was it Marcus that put on earlier saying that the Arsenal first shirt's only been released today? I thought that shirt was out weeks ago. I didn't realise it hadn't been released yet. I'd seen it everywhere. <laughs> I was the same. When I saw it was released today, and I was like, but surely I've seen that. I've seen this picture. But um, there you go. It was because of the leaks. And because of the leaks so far in advance now, then you get all the fakes being made. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the clubs that, that do this in the companies because they'll get enough hype. Teams like Arsenal, they're going to sell the shirts. You yeah. don't need to build hype like for six months. Say, well, this is what it's going to be. This is the leak. Come release day. Oh, look, now we've sold hundreds and thousands of shirts because they're going to do that anyway because of the size of the club and the fan base. Yeah. It's like everything in football now. Even like transfers have gone. They've That's ruined now because it just leaked. I'm, to be fair, I'm, I'm one of these people that if I hear a transfer news story, I will look on Twitter at Fabrizio Romano or David Ornstein. So I can't, <laughs> I'm a bit of a hypocrite for that. But like one last season was Danny Ings, Aston Villa. I was at the season before. Whenever, whenever he went there, that was just completely out of the blue. It's just like, what? Yeah. When? Why is that? Nothing. That And that was actually like, obviously no disrespect. Danny Ings, Aston Villa isn't massive in the world of transfers, but to see it still, it was like, oh, bloody hell. Did not see that coming because it hadn't been leaked everywhere. It's, it's a weird environment now where everything has to be done so far out in the open and so nothing's hidden anymore. Everyone's demanding to know everything that's happening and they have, feel like they have a right to know everything that's happening and wanting it to happen now. And like with transfers, it's, what do you say? Like Harry Kane, as always, the transfer business has been talked about since the end of last season and 
the rumours of him and Bayern was happening for good good three, four weeks before he actually left. And it's like, I don't know, it's just get it done. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Spare shots in the foot because yeah. they haven't had time to get a replacement in. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it just seems a strange way to do business a lot of the time, just leaking everything so far out. Yeah, obviously with the stuff that's come out about I'm not going to name his name, but United's number 11. The stuff that's come about with that is, I'm a United fan, but it's a fucking disgrace. Just like the stuff you read and like, it's, 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 it's like the fil- fil- filtering stuff out just to gauge a reaction. You shouldn't have to gauge a reaction. You know what's happened. I couldn't care if the lads won seven Ballon d'Ors in a row, won as the Champions League with countless amount of hat-tricks. I, I couldn't care less. Get rid of him. It's a disgrace. It's, that it, it's literally just the way football is now the financial powerhouse that it is because the reason it's, it's even an option that he's still around with club is it's purely financial because he's worth X amount on the balance sheet and mm-hmm. United don't want to let him go to see another club benefit from millions of transfers down the line because it's, it's all about the balance sheet because if this was years ago, when Ferguson was still in charge, he'd been bounced out of the club. Regardless, he would just said, well, that's it, he's out. Quite, quite rightly as well. But like, and I feel for yeah. you United fans, because all the shit that you're going to have to put up with as, as a club, potentially in the next next few months, it's just, it's just ridiculous. When you're on the verge yeah. of trying to rebuild a club, it's the nonsense. I don't want to talk about it too much, obviously, because it's a, yeah. Dis- yeah. a disgusting thing to talk about. But I don't really care about how other United fans feel. It's just it's nothing to do with United fans. He shouldn't be there, regardless. So United fans, like some, some obviously majority, I think, are in my same camp as me of, of thinking he should never play football again. Never mind for United. Yeah. Uh, but then there's this like weird thing on football Twitter where people want him back. I just, I just don't get it. But yeah, I thought just because it's naturally kind of come up about leaks and stuff, we mentioned it, but we'll, I think we'll skate around the rest of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> skate around so, football Twitter as well. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. 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 Coming for this podcast, trying to cancel it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, the love for Germany started in uh, Italian 90. Are the Germany shirts like a mainstay in your collection then? Are they like the standout pieces? Um, yeah. I mean, I've got. Every home shirt from 84 to now. Oh, wow. Well, the 84 is is a template. It's a badgeless template. But it's just, it's the same identical shirt. It just hasn't got the crest. So I'm counting it as part of the collection. Because <laughs> literally the crest is the only difference. And me getting it without the crest saved me, saved me something like 150 quid. So I'm counting it as part of the collection. Yeah. It's the beauty of templates. That's why um, a lot of my collection is also templates. Now you've mentioned it, you've actually you do have a, a, a thing for templates, a soft spot for templates. Let's say, especially eighties, eighties Adidas. It's, uh, they're the same shirts, but at a fraction of the price. Yeah, so, this is the thing. There's uh, there's no difference. Right. That's the Germany shirt, isn't it? It's a, it's a German template. Yeah, German template from um, from ninety four. Now this was used by Q eight at the time. Yeah, and if you want, if you want to do it with the Q8 crest on it, it'd be the best part of four hundred quid. <laughs> wow! I, I got this because it's an amateur team from Germany, and I picked this up for ten pound. Quite you know? different to Bryson, yeah. 
it's just the design. I like the design of the shirts, not necessarily just the crest or the team or the, or the name on the shirt. The actual design is just, I mean, that, that's, that is an iconic design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, su- I suppose if you get the template as well, you, you're not really tied into representing that club with that shirt, if you know what I mean. You kind of yeah. just, oh, I'm, re- I'm actually appreciating and representing the template and the manufacturer instead of, oh, this is Q- this is Kuwait shirt, this is Germany shirt. No, this is just an Adidas template shirt, but it is still a football shirt. Yeah, and it's and it is the same as the Kuwait, except I'll probably say this is a match one shirt as well. So <laughs> yeah. most of these templates suddenly count as match one collection. So it's not too bad either. <laughs> just had a little look on football kit archive. Yeah, that is, it's abs bang on the same shirt, isn't it? Just minus yeah. the the q8 badge i'd love to do that with the uh is it the oh, crap he is the denmark 86 the template that's been used this this year to death in a good way yeah. by hummel or oh, that you sent me that one over before of the blank template shirt and i did that usual thing of oh yeah set a reminder on ebay check my phone this listing ended 15 minutes ago so, oh and it went, uh, for seven pound, <laughs> went for seven pound 50 and i did enough yeah because that was relisted it, it didn't sell before at 750 and then it got relisted again. So I don't know if it sold again or not. But the same guy was selling a uh, 92 Denmark template show. So identical, identical, just didn't have the crest. That went for the same price, 750 as well. I mean, the shirts from the time, this is the thing. The designs are classic. The designs are timeless. By getting the templates, you're paying for the design rather than paying for the crest. Yeah. And that's a big part of just shirt collecting for me. I've never thought of actually doing it like that that's actually a really nice and clever way of doing it because then you are not tied into what i call rules of having certain clubs and stuff because they're just template shirts there's no club associate well obviously clubs are associated with them in the respect that they've used that template but there's no badge or anything on there's no player on the back of on some of them so yeah i say yeah you're not tied down to to that that particular club and especially shirts from back in the 80s 90s some such great designs that you just can't if you're looking for a particular club shirt from the time you can't find them but you can find a blank template version of that so why wouldn't you get that it's a very good way of thinking about it to be fair i wonder if uh bring that nike template up again <laughs> if i templates from this era in say 20 30 years time will be looked back at in the same way i'm trying to think of any that have been Amazing templates. You know, nothing immediately stands out. Um, maybe, maybe. Uh, I would say... Ajax away from a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's not a template, is it really? It's just because I, I can't think of any other team that use that shirt. Um, Scotland had it as well. Oh, did Scotland have it as well? Yeah, just um, just different colours. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm sure, I'm sure there's another couple of teams as well. But um, yeah, it's just... Like I say, templates now, especially with um, Nike... I mean, I'm, I'm a Portsmouth fan, and we've been with Nike for the last few seasons. And our shirts mainly come from like, team wear. Oh, right, so yeah, you, yeah. You can just, they're everywhere. You can just go and get them. As every time our shirt got released, our fans would, go, would look at it and go, oh, look, here is in the team wear catalogue for like <laughs> £10. Then they stick the, stick the badge on it, and oh, look, suddenly it's 55 You know, it's... Yeah. And I think that's a lot with a lot of the Nike templates and shirts nowadays. They're, not, they're very generic, very... Yeah, there's not, no, like... Easy. No, yeah, no imagination, is there? 
maybe the map shirts, but they're not templates, but they are a design kind of thing. I don't know. I'm really struggling to think of a, a template from the modern era that will be looked back upon in 20 or 30 years time. I wonder when they did, I wonder if when they did the, uh, the Ipswich template and templates along those lines back in the day, if they thought, oh, 20, 30 years time, these are going to be iconic. I mean, that's, that's being used again this season in a way. It's gone quite under the radar. I think it's Exeter. I think they've got an away shirt or a third shirt. It's black, but it's, it's got the added the um, Ipswich template pattern of sorts. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Few, oh. And there, there is a few, especially down in the lower leagues, who are using that design. I think That's it's, really nice, um, that Exeter uh, third shirt. It is. I saw it a few days ago. And I was like, oh, you know what? I might have to have a look next week when I get paid. I think it's um, non-league club. It might be Dorking. I think they've got a um, home away shirt that's very Holland 88-esque. Oh, yeah, their third shirt, yeah, it's like an orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is very Holland 88, just without the white, yeah. So You are the template expert pulling out names. It's, like it's Dorking, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, I don't know where it popped out, I think it was just on Twitter. I think it just got um, shared somewhere, and I, and I made a mental note to go back for it. It seems there's not a major team top flight using these shirt, these designs, then nobody's sort of paying attention because they are around. They are being used. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to think of a template from the from the modern era. There's people screaming into their into their car or into their phone listening yeah. to this. There's a thing. Just head's just gone blank. I can't yeah. think of anything. I'm just thinking of the uh... well, maybe the Nigeria 2018 shirt. But that's not even. That's not. I can't think of another team that's used that template. No. I'm gonna say I've say map shirts, but they're not a template. But there's, I'm gonna cop out and say they're a design. I think maybe they'll be looked back in 20, 30 years time, especially when they're incorporated with like the Barcelona one, where it's like a map of the city and the map of the mass. Obviously, the map of Belo Horizonte. Nice pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Better than you and me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think map shirts. And then oh maybe uh the Inter Milan third shirt from 2019-20, I want to say the black one with the yellow Pirelli. I think the Roma shirt was quite similar to that with the sublimated uh badge in the material, but then I suppose sublimated badges have been a thing since the dawn of time. Yeah. I think yeah. If you if anyone can think of any modern day templates that they think we'll stand the test of time. Please DM me or, or just mention the podcast on Instagram on Twitter because I can't think of any. There we say the Puma Third. Yeah, the Puma Third template from a few seasons ago will definitely not. Actually, you know what? It wouldn't actually surprise me if it is used again in 2030 years' time, just to be ironic as anything. So somebody is going to have one of them, one of those shirts from each club that had the template, and they're going to sell that whole collection in 40 years for about 10 grand. And it's going to make me sick. I didn't collect them all. I think Dan Retro Shirts FC has a lot of them. That's what he's looking planning. Back, yeah, looking back at some of them, some of them aren't too bad, I suppose, but the ones that are... But then the Puma template that came out after, do you remember for the... Was it the Euros or the World Cup? Oh, yeah. way shit. oh yeah. It was for the World Cup, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. they were horrendous. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. They were... Those designs, they were smoking something in there. Because Italy got let down badly. <laughs> so, you know, you are the king of... Te- I've named you now the king of templates. What is your favourite ever template? My favourite design is certainly the the West, the West Germany 88. I've got a few shirts with the design going across the front. And I'm not sure what team this is. 
or what team might have had this, this is from um, in Italy, this was by ABM. They seem to, to steal a lot of uh, big template designs. <laughs> and the shirt that I'm wearing here is the um, is made by um, NR. NR, yeah. Is it NR or NRI? I can never remember how. NR, NRI. I'm not bothered about how people um, so, someone, someone on football shirt Twitter will be bothered how you've pronounced yeah. it, but I don't care. <laughs> Somebody will reply with the actual full name of the company. Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, this this is the exact same as as the West Germany ninety shirt. Yeah. The actual designs on the other way around, but um, the material and everything. This is from the time, and this is another one I picked up on eBay, and I think this was like twelve pound, and this is exactly the same material as as the Germany shirt that I have. So yeah. it's got a big collar on it. <laughs> it's even better, but um, yeah, it's it seems to be the eighties designs are just more. When you come across them, they just jump out at you in in a way. I think, I think it's because you can get them at such a great price. Yeah, on uh, on eBay, but nineties um, nineties Adidas is just ridiculous. You can't really beat it. They, they're all of them. They just stand the test of time. I think that's what a lot of shirts today is, are not happening. Whether it's just because there's so many being released that they don't get a chance to. It's, it's very much a reactionary purchase. I have to get it. I have to get it now. Yeah. Because if you don't get it now, you you can't get it. Like the Man City shirt, home shirt last season. I waited yeah. all season for it to come down in price. It didn't come down in price at all. And two weeks before the end of the season, it got cleared out and it was no longer on the online shop because... This se- the next season shirt's in, oh. and now I can't get it, and it's gone now. And, and it's a treble winning shirt, so it's going to be a lot anyway. It just, it just seems to be a theme with, especially with today's shirts. If you don't get it now, you're not going to get it at all. It, it makes keeping up with your club very expensive, hobby. Yeah, it seems to be out with the old and with the new, doesn't it? Unless the shirt is viewed as horrific or not very nice or something bad happens in the shirt, like your team gets relegated or has a horrendous season. It just seems to be, you kind of have to wish badly on your team so you can get yeah. new shirts at a cheap price, which is just absolutely ridiculous. In the, in the good old days, you had the home shirt and the away shirt. And, yeah. that, and that was it. Sometimes you had it for two, three seasons. Yeah. Complete different time. But now, every, literally every team's, well, we've become so accustomed to it we we just take it all for granted. Oh, it's going to be three shirts. That's going to be four. Luckily, it's going to be fifteen. It's just <laughs> it's got to the point where if if a team hasn't released three shirts, you're thinking, "What? What? Why, where's your third shirt? Where's your third shirt? It hasn't been released yet. Where is it?" Yeah. Well, like a few years ago, it's like oh, I don't even need a third shirt. Now it's just expected, and then a fourth shirt is expected, or a cup shirt, a European shirt. There's always something extra that's become part of the cycle. This expected cycle. Where's the pre-match shirt? Where's the training shirt? It's just so much. And especially up in the, the Premier League, in the top of the Premier League, the big five in Spurs. It's just there's so many shirts within cycles constantly that they're just in out, in out, in out, and you can never, you can never keep up with it. Never be in a position where you've got them all. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I think I think Brentford last season and the season before. They used the same shirt for the two yeah. seasons. I think Brighton and 
I think it might be Brentford again. They've used last season's away for this season's first year, which is that's fair enough. I can understand yeah. doing that. That that makes sense. But yeah, the amount of shirts that comes out and the amount of like training gear, streetwear. I know I've said about Arsenal before in here that I'm jealous of the stuff, but then I'm also on on the looking at it on the on the other hand. I'm not because I'm not then having to go, oh I really like that. I'm tempted to buy spend loads of money. But then I had saying I had a when I had David Luton Town kits on. Yeah. He wasn't he was saying, Oh, he wants more. He wants all this pre match, he wants all this training gear, he wants all this streetwear. But so I think maybe it's just different people want different things, which as we touched upon last week, is only a good thing, I think. I think it's where the football shirts have moved into the fashionista side of the people who are, people who are looking for them and wearing them. It's not it's not just your fan. It's people who like the designs. Oh, do you know what? That looks good. It's like when we see people like Drake wearing a football shirt or just, just celebrities in general. It's become that sort of cool to be to be seen wearing it yeah and so because of that there's a market for it so there's just constantly that shirt there <laughs> it's the one yeah that's the joke exactly it's known as it's not Juventus's third shirt from 2016 uh 2015-16 it's the drake shirt yeah so you were on about before when you were saying that waiting to end of season sales for shirts and or waiting for the price to come down it was something so unpredictable like a Massive A-list celebrity wearing a shirt that could discover the the quantity of the shirt available, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't even affect me so much with, with Pompey, but <laughs> um, like, like like the Man United like away shirt, which is a mixed reviews. It's a very quite a Marmite shirt, but if you get a high-profile celebrity being wearing it, suddenly demand it before it will just go sky high. It's, it's like there's a big grey area between football shirts for the fans and football shirts for the fashion which is where Venezia sort of really crossed that line a couple of seasons ago yeah they and they've kind of died, died by that sword though haven't they because they just went full fashion and sort of backfired it's the first yeah the first season Serie A with that, that black shirt oh yeah and that's great I and mean, that's one of my regrets I didn't get that but um, was it last season they were very it was like a like a, a, a polo polo, polo yeah and that, that that just screamed fashion rather than football. Yeah, they've maybe tried to go. I know it's Kappa, so they might have tried to go down all oh, Italian class, but I don't know. Yeah, like I think they've lived by the sword now. They're dying by the sword. They've gone too far into the fashion bit, and they're just they don't really even look like football shirts anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, was it the one there? This season's away. Is it with the uh, the stripe or the lines that go like yeah, not the even... all the way down? Yeah, the long sleeve yeah. version looks more like a jacket, it's like a zip. Yeah, it's like it's, it just doesn't look like football shirt at all. I and mean, I don't know what their fans feel about. No, yeah, it was well, funny enough with this shirt. They've got it's a very similar design with that with the line there going through the the Jeep sponsor, and like the Venezia yeah. shirt, it doesn't go all the way around. But because it's halfway up. It actually it works. You can uh, un- you can kind of accept the fact it doesn't go all the way around. But the Venezia one, it's like three quarters of the way down. It just looks it just looks odd. Yeah, it's just and it's it's, it's kind of lost on me. It's, it gets released as a massive hype about it, but now nobody's mentioning it. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah, lost to fashion. Like Chelsea just disappeared into the mist of time. I'm trying to think of other fashionable clubs. Arsenal, I'd say, are a fashionable club, but. 
like I say before, they do it really well. Ajax, maybe. I, I see Ajax is quite fashionable. Some of their, their away and third shirts, just the way they're designed, they're a bit more out there, I think. I think they go out there because they can't do anything really to the home shirt. Yeah. Design. It's always going to be, it's going to be little touches here and there. They might change the cuffs color, but the actual design of the red strike down the middle is always going to be that. They can't tinker with that. So, so the away, they just, they just go mental for. Yeah. And sometimes they get it right. Other times they get it wrong. It's, uh, everyone's always talking about the right shirts every morning. Yeah. I'm not, I must admit, I'm not a massive fan of their away shirt this season. It looks. It reminds me a bit of a Liverpool away shirt from last season, just a bit easier on the eyes. But that doesn't yeah. doesn't mean I like it. It's still a yeah. bit. The the third shirt's nice. The black one. I like the black shirt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely, that one. I'd say Nigeria, fashionable club. Obviously, I'm. I love Nigeria shirts. I yeah, think not you're, you're not a fan. Oh. I can't. I can't get on board. The um, the 2018. I imagine you've got that somewhere. I have. Yeah, I'm trying to get it. <laughs> See, out of the two, I prefer the 2020. That's more Nigeria. Yeah, the the, the the yeah the green's a bit light on that. I'd admit. It's just even the design for it. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they were going for with it. The twenty eighteen, it didn't feel like a shirt to me. With the twenty twenty, that's sort of more encompassing the whole African Nigerian heritage in the design. So it felt yeah. more this way. I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, this is me putting two and two together, but. The Nigeria 2018 shirt, the sleeves on that remind me of the Nigeria 1995 shirt with the black and white uh, pattern on the on the shoulders and sleeves. That one's a bit okay. more white than that one's a bit more white than it is black. But thinking about it, that it does have a a certain a subtle link to it. Yeah, I think it's just the main body. I think for me, it was, I just saw it the first time, and I was like, no, don't like that. And I saw people sort of blowing up. Everyone's just going crazy for it. And I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. The same as the Ajax away when that came out. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't like it. I, I yeah. don't see what everyone's going crazy for. And people were. And they were just, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe it's just. Yeah, that's what me and Chris were saying last week, though. Like, the difference of opinion is it's stark. It's night and day, but it's just class. Like, you say that you're not a big fan of that Nigeria shirt, 28 shirt. And. I want a quick look. I can think I can say that is the only shirt that I've bought brand new with tags that I haven't taken the tags off because I like it that much. And I, it's a deterrent to keep the tags on because then I'd never wear it. <laughs> That's a lot of mine, actually. I've got the tag, I've left the tags on. Like yeah. A lot of the shirts I bought now, if it was like once the tags come off, they can get worn to death. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned actually with the Nigeria 2020 shirt, it's got more of the like an African heritage kind of feel to it. Yeah, I was, when I was doing, like I said before, the ninety ninety eight World Cup uh, rating the shirts red, the Mexico shirts that they're, they're not really a fashionable club, uh, fashionable club, but they link the heritage in well with like the Aztec patterns and stuff. So yeah, I'm like, is. I just lo- I love, I love like a shirt can look really nice, like say in my opinion the Nigeria twenty eighteen shirt, but then when it also looks nice and links in with heritage in like the countries, that makes it even better for me. It's just it's tying in, especially with with nations, just tying in the the shirt to the country, making yeah. it sort of bespoke in a way to the country. Whether it's just in or with Germany using the flag colours, or like Mexico, like with the Aztec design. Countries like France, where they um, might have different colour stripes, or just 
trim with their own with their flag colours on that kind of thing. They're trying to give the shirt an identity, yeah. not just not and just with the crest and stuff. And it's kind of like it because it is a national shirt. You shouldn't just be, especially if you're a major nation. I think you've you've earned the right to be able to be that sort of status where you should demand. Well, you know, like like for us, for example, we're England. Let's have an England shirt, not template of that somebody else has got. Yeah, yeah. You know, so cool. yeah, like um, America, United States for the World Cup, they had their own sort of design on their shirt. Yeah, like yeah. Which is on the sleeves rather than on the front. That's a very American thing, American design to have. Scotland have done it as well. We've added that in the past. They've got like a Tartan style shirts and it's very simple, a very like a very simple idea, but it just worked, like you say, just ties in with the, the yeah. heritage and the, and the, the country itself. I think it was um, Euro 96, Scotland were, I think they were up with Umbro and there is a very like Tartan. Yeah, it is, yeah. Design. Again, you see it straight away. You don't need the crest. You know, that's Scotland. Is there any Welsh shirts that incorporate like a dragon? And if not, Adidas, what are you, why have you not thought of that idea? Or any other manufacturer? Why have you not thought of that idea? Ooh, off the top of my head, I can't think. Not, uh, I've got a quick... Oh, haha. 1998, there is a, a whale shirt with a dragon in the design, so there you go. But yeah, yeah there you go. It just ties it in perfectly. And in 1992. I can only think of England, um, England's third. Yeah, with the three lines on the, on the shoulder and chest, yeah. They're the three least scary-looking lions you'll ever see <laughs> in your life. All three of them just smiling like they're going to give you a kiss rather than just fighting it. Now, why do we never wore it? You know, because the, the opponents take one look at that. It's hardly like the hacker from New Zealand, is it? The opponents uh, looking yeah. at him just, yeah, just like, they're never going to strike fear. Uh-huh. But I think that's the last time we gave it a go. That's one of a really annoying thing as well. Do you care? So I know you have a lot of template shirts, but with your shirts in general... Are you bothered if they're actually worn and stuff in in like professional games or not? So I'm thinking like others are like a lot of the the women's World Cup shirts, a lot of the and even the men's World Cup shirts. A lot of the away shirts are really nice, but they just weren't used at all, and they never saw the light of day. Does that, does that bother you or? It's it's crazy because it's, you just you like to see it out on the pitch. It's like the Mexico away. I mean that's that's, that's the the big recent one, isn't it? The Mexico away. Yeah. Japan away. That Japan away, yeah. Business. Both of them very popular designs, but they were never worn. And tournaments finished. Well, now they've got new shirts out. So they've, yeah, that's what I mean. And it's like, it is a shame. I mean, yeah, it does kind of thingy me if it, like a a shirt's not worn. I'm just a bit like, oh. it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's that club or country shirt if they haven't worn it. It feels like it was made for them, but they haven't worn it. It's like, it's like the Mexico. It, it's, it's just Mexico. Take away the crest. You know, you know who this yeah, is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But it wasn't worn. So it never got its World Cup moment. It's never got that sort of iconic uh, last-minute goal or that big celebration where you can just tie the shirt to. A lot of people collect shirts and they, they collect them for, like, memories or, or yeah. iconic moments in time. And, and when a shirt sort of doesn't get that, I mean, it's... I would say it's quite sad when they shed a tear. But it's like, they spent all that time designing it and the marketing and everything, then it just doesn't get worn. It, it just seems a waste. I mean, you think of the poor, the poor guy who designed it, all the time yeah. and effort's gone into it. 
and he's he's looked at the groups for the World Cup. He's like, oh no, yeah. Obviously, Argentina had their unique away shirt, uh, but that luckily got worn at the World Cup, didn't it? And they obviously went on to win the World Cup. So even that shirt now, the design of it was out there enough yeah. years, and now and now it's a world. I know they didn't win the World Cup wearing that shirt, but they wore it in the campaign where they won the World Cup. So it, that takes that shirt to a whole new level as well in people's eyes. It is. I mean, people would be collecting the home shirt, but they will also collect the away because it was worn during yeah. the World Cup. So I get this again, both for the set. Where if one's not worn, it's like, well, I've got the home. That was worn. Well, I'm not overly fast on the away. Wasn't really part of the World Cup. But I don't know. It's just, especially in a tournament, shirts are there to be worn. And if you're going to put that, put that much sort of effort into the designs, it just it does seem a waste. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of a, a waste of a of a really nice shirt if it's just not going to get used at all. I'm going to have a quick look maybe, through maybe the World Cup shirts and see what other shirts weren't worn. I mean, maybe in tournaments they should have it because they're all neutral grounds. Where if there's a, if there's a clash or whatever, they just swap at half time and they wear home shirts for one half and away shirts for the second half. Was there Belgium's away shirt worn? Um, which one? Was yeah, it? No, one, it wasn't. It's yeah. white, white. Yeah, that's another one that was stood out from the release. The white yeah. with the multicolored sleeves. Yeah, England's away shirt was that one in the World Cup? The red, the red one with the light blue uh, accent. Um, no, I don't think it was. France aways. I don't think that was one either. There's actually lo- loads of uh, really nice away shirts that were not worn. Now I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. South Korea away. I can't. I, I'll see. I can't remember what happened yesterday. Never mind this World Cup. Yeah, there's so many iconic and night. Well, not iconic. So many nice, potentially future classic shirts just by the wayside, just not used at all. But then someone might have a unique collection of gone. Oh, shirts are really nice and future classics that were were never worn. Someone definitely has that collection going. Definitely, definitely gonna happen. Before we jump into goals in time, can we talk about that Brazil shirt that's over your right shoulder? It's been staring at me this whole time. Do you want to give the uh, the listeners uh, some context and story? Because me saying that Brazil shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. This is an eBay purchase. This is um, a shirt design they wore, I believe, from like 85 to 88 or 86 to 89. But they also bought it back for Italian 90 and made by Tottenham. It's a great, it's a great design shirt. This is, this is typical Brazil. This is a Brazil shirt that I like. I'm not so overly fond of shirts today with all of the patterns and Brazil Brazil that's all you need it's plain gold green accents that's just classic classic timeless design yeah and beautiful. I managed to pick up on eBay for a lovely price £25 so the bargains nice. are out there people yeah <laughs> they are I need to start I need to do you just remind me I need to do bargain hunter laugh for this this month <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone wants a Brazil shirt in their collection somewhere along the way. Uh, that's sort of the the iconic sort of nation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've got a few of the training shirts from 2002. I know they're 2002 because they've only got the four stars on. So, <laughs> oh, well, funny story. Well, not a funny story. I've got a, I have got a Brazil shirt, but it's never seen the light of day. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. I wouldn't giveaway oh, okay yeah yeah so it's i don't know what year it is 2012 possibly but it's signed by you probably would see it signed by oh 
no, I can't quite read it. It's signed by Danny Alves, and obviously, yeah, all, the con- <laughs> obviously all the controversy he's gone through, that shirt has never seen the light of day. So, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. But, but fair enough to... Uh, they ran the giveaway and stuff before all the allegations and court cases and whatnot happened. So I think yeah. it was actually it was actually on its way to me when it all came out. So I was like, of me, that is the most me thing ever in life. I'm going to win a free football shirt, but it's going to come signed by someone who is an absolute disgrace of a human being. So. Yeah. That's a con- controversial, yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything you with it. Them, they, didn't you? That's it. Any other signature? No. Yeah. <laughs> Just... You literally cannot do anything with it at all, except from bin it. One more shirt I'll um, grab, because um, this is very much in the eye today. This is a um, shirt that Austria wore in the 1990 World Cup. Yeah. This is the design. Let's see. Um, I picked this one up for £12, I think. I know it was not a lot. Fully supplemented number and all that. Up humour. There is a there is a team using the exact same design, but um, in red. There's, a, there's an example of just designs from yesteryear just being being brought back. Now they haven't tried to they haven't modernised or anything. They use this exact same design. Where like Adidas yeah, with the German, German design, they brought it back two two seasons ago, but they sort of modernised it up. You know, Leicester had mm. it with the white shirt. Yeah. So once again, designs are timeless. It's always good to, to look out for these these shirts. Yeah, it probably links in nicely what, with what we've been saying throughout this podcast, really, that there's no modern template that stands out. So these manufacturers are having to go back to the 90s and the 80s and even, in fact, like steal or copy, shall I say, of a manufacturer's templates because they don't have any out there ideas of their own. So the inspiration, so Arsenal Sturge shirt it was released today. It's a copy of their shirt from like 82, 83 degree. That's a fantastic shirt, that is. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it should be their away shirt. If it was their away shirt, they'd have possibly the best home and away combo in the, in the Premier season. But yeah, yeah, I'm a massive, I don't mind, I don't hate their away shirt, but yeah, it's not, it's not up there in the top away shirts. More of a third shirt. When, because they bought that one out today, it's, they've got it the wrong way around. I yeah. think the third shirt, if you're going to have a third shirt, that should be the funky, experimental, out there shirt. Yeah. The home and away shirt should be traditional shirts. Same, same with United. Yeah, I was going to but say, United came to my head when he said that. Shirt, that should be the away, and the green striker one should be the third. Yeah. I'm going to be biased and say I think United have the best home and away combo. That, that away shirt is just... Oh. In short sleeve, it's a grind. I'm waiting for Double A to drop the act of him hating it, because... He said that he hated it and he's not going to change his mind. But I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the eventual flip-flop because I know it's coming. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Right, Jackson, I've hinted at the very start of this podcast about Italian 90 in goals in time. So shall we jump in to goals in time? Nervously 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the most out there team or selection of tournaments I've had for goals and time. And I've really enjoyed because like I said before as well, it's before I was born. So I've actually never well, I have obviously seen some of the moments from the tournament, but I've never actually had like a sit down look and look back through the shirts and the, the teams involved in the goal scored. So I, I actually really enjoyed it and I can see why it's a lot of people's favourite ever tournament. So but I had to pick five. I want to. Th- I want to say the word iconic. We'll say the word. We'll say well-known goals because obviously they might not be iconic to some people. But how do you think you're going to get on? Because, like I say, it's a very long time ago. I'm hoping that my memory will just jog back into place. Travis, I I can't remember goals like when they were scored. I can remember sort of seeing goals like now. If you've asked me, like. When did Varane score the winner for United last week? I wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't have a clue when it was. No, I've seen the goal. Couldn't yeah. tell you what one of it was. I want to test myself. I, I, I was there. I want to say it was the... I want to say it's the 71st minute is when I, I want to say it was. I was there and it was diabolical. 76th. Oh, I was going to go 73rd as well. Not as easy as it seems, this game. I'm glad I don't play it. Exactly. So I thought, I'm not going to try and embarrass myself with um, an area that I really should know. I'm going to take it back, take it classic, where nobody's been before. <laughs> a lot of people haven't seen these goals before, haven't seen these teams. They may have heard of the players, but we'll see. It's a whole whole new ball game. So I can't really embarrass myself. Yeah, you picked like an era where some of these teams don't even exist anymore. So <laughs> that's how far that has gone. It's the World Cup. It's the last World Cup before before the landscape football changed. Your first goal, Jackson, on the eleventh of June, nineteen ninety, West Germany four, Yugoslavia one, and this is Mateus's goal. You're gonna have to help me with some of these pronunciations. Yeah, it's his goal to make it three one. In a game that finished 4 1. Mateus picking up pace midfield. Oh, well played again. Mateus' shot. That's fantastic. That's one of the best individual goals we're going to see in the World Cup, surely. I enjoyed watching it. I, I think I watched that the whole, every goal in that game, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what minute was Mateus' goal to make it 3 1? In the game that finished 4 1. Wait, 3 1. It's always second half. Say around, around 60 minutes, 60, 61st minute. It was a 71st minute. See, Not a bad game. I'm this bad. already. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid game. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I got some of the, these teams and some of these players just iconic. Second goal, Jackson. 19th of June, 1990. Italy 2. Czechoslovakia nil and this is Baggio's goal to make it 2-0 but still Baggio oh yes oh yes oh yes what a goal goal. that little drop of the shoulder before he strikes that ball is absolutely ridiculous it's left him for dead. It's just yeah. um, second half, 2-0. We've got 77th minute. Oh, 
78th minute. <laughs> what a guess that is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> if you get one of these bang on, I might have to some, think of some bonus points because, like I say, these goals are they were a long time ago. Wow, a minute out. See? It's never. It's not over until it's over in goals and time, you see. The tournament is ingrained into 10-year-old me. It's where my section of football came. Third goal, Jackson. 1st of July, 1990. England 3, Cameroon 2, after extra time. But this is David Platt's goal to make it 1-0 England. Right back position, he found Pierce Well. Platt's! He's done it again. Simple English goal and the boyish smile is there again. Started by Butcher, crossed by Pierce, header by Platt. Wow, some iconic names there. Terry Butcher and Stuart Pierce and of course David Platt. Wow. It was a great it was a great team we had, honestly. You look, you look down on paper, it was just incredible. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where that I know when I was doing the extra time. I don't know whether it was 1-0 on the shoot first start. Was it early 19 minutes? 26. <laughs> That's not a bad guess at all. These are ridiculous, Jackson. Ridiculous guess. Especially, I didn't want to, I, I don't know. I said 3-2 after extra time because I wanted the, the extra time bit to be in there because if I said 2 all. It might have been might have been a bit of a throw off. So there's actually a lot of goals I wanted to add to this, but they were scored an extra time, so <laughs> I couldn't <Yeah>. add them. <laughs> and then this one's a bit of a. I think this was a well, what I've read. This was a massive shock at the time when this happened because on the eighth of June, nineteen ninety, Argentina nil, Cameroon one. And this is, oh, I'm going to butcher this name. This is Oman Bayek. Bayek? Yeah, Oman. Oman Bayek. François Oman Bayek. Yeah. François Oman Bayek, yeah. Oman Bayek. There we go. That can go in the cut now. Oman Bayek. This is his goal to make it 1-0 to Cameroon in a game that finished 1-0. Oman Bayek. That is mental. <laughs> They're just beating the current World Cup holders and one brother is sent off and the other scores the winner. That is just, that's, yeah. That's an insane game. The, the red card especially is the, the butchering of Kinesia in that game. Well worth the watch to anyone. Um, the goal, I don't know how, I'm sure it's late, but I don't know how late it was. It started with 80, 81 how late I'm, I'm a bit later you're an 81 yeah it's 67th oh <laughs> <laughs> not as late as you thought but still quite late in the day especially with was it down to 9 men at that point or was it still 10 men I think it was just 10 I think there was yeah. there was another one that's what we're yeah. late on but it's crazy how Cameroon just introduced themselves onto the scene <laughs> Arguably should have beaten us in the court finals as well. Yeah, when I was getting that David Platt 
uh, highlight. There was a lot of chances for Cameroon beforehand. So, <laughs> And now this, Jackson, the fifth and final goal. This one, no pressure. I'm expecting you to get this absolutely bang on. Again, you'll see why. Because on the 8th of July, 1990, West Germany won Argentina nil in the World Cup final. And this is Andres Bremer's goal to win Bremer, the World yeah. Cup for West Germany. With the penalty. Andy Bremer. He doesn't sound very German when you call him that, does he? <laughs> I know it's a tough one because it's a penalty, but you're West Germany and Germany's biggest fan, so I'm expecting you to get it. <laughs> I believe that one was the 84th minute. 85th. Oh. Well, it's close enough. To get, to get no more than 14 minutes out, on five goals that were 30 odd years ago, 33 years ago. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Bonus points there, please. <laughs> that is that is ridiculous. Performance, it gets ingrained into you. Your first big tournament. What was my first? My first tournament that I could remember. Probably the Germany World Cup in 2006, and I couldn't tell you anything that happened in that tournament, so... Obviously, back then, that was the only football we had on TV. So. Yeah. You have a final <laughs> score of 33, which for... Oh, that that's odd, isn't it? As from a tournament that was 33 years ago, you get a score of 33. Written in the stars. Yeah, some things are meant to be, mate. Some things are meant to be. And now I'm going to tell you when this loads up where you came in the league table. You have jumped into seventh out of... 27 people, including yourself, from a tournament that was 33 years ago. Hey, that's, that's Champions League spots at that point, isn't it? Well, yeah, I think some we might have to look into some FFP there and maybe give some bonus points on, on good behaviour and stuff like that. That's ridiculous, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's us done, mate. And what a note to end on. 33 points out from a tournament that was 33 years ago, like you've said, written in the stars. I'm still annoyed. I'm still annoyed, though. I feel, like, I feel, I feel I should have done better, <laughs> but I take it. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, mate, I couldn't tell you. I was at a game on Monday, and I couldn't tell you the the time the goal was scored, and I was there. You, you could have asked me from the from the last World Cup. I wouldn't have a clue. So no, happy birthday. Well, blown away, mate. Blown away. Thank you very much for coming on. No, it was a pleasure. For any of the listeners or watchers that don't know where to find you on. X, as it's called, I'm still, I'm still calling it Twitter and Instagram and other places. Where can they find you, mate? On X and Insta. Find me on Jackson's Jerseys. YouTube as well, Jackson's Jerseys. It, the channel is about to come out of its deep, deep sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've hopefully got a lot of videos coming out soon. And especially on, on X, DMs open. Anyone wants any wants to chat football or ask any questions about football? I do get people um, sending me pictures of shirts and asking me what I think, uh, whether they should buy them, etc. Always happy to do so. Hope to see you there. And if you've got any cheap templates for sale, definitely hit him up because he'll buy the lot. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on, mate. It's been a blast. Sports Social Podcast Network.